abbiamo vinto tutti stasera abbiamo vinto tutti Palla tagliata, messa fuori, c'è Pirlo, 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 ancora Pirlo, di tacco, Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Calcio Podcast. I'm Sam Adamo. And I'm Nick Gentiletti. We are, uh, we're, uh, we, we've been talking about doing this sort of thing for a little while now. Um, just, kinda, just kind of decided to, 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 to hit record and see what happens. So Why not? Let's, uh, let's, let's give it a go. Let's do just, it. Let's, uh, let's just start off by giving you guys, um, our, our, many, our many, many listeners, uh, uh, a little overview about, about just you know, g- general, general, uh, general, general who, uh, who we are. Give you a little background about uh, what it is, uh, what it is we do, uh, what our interest in, in calcio in particular is. So, um, we are uh, from Montreal, Canada, both of of Italian parentage. Um, parentage. Yeah, her- her- heritage. <laughs> we're, making lin- up we're not lin- even a minute. We're already making up words. <laughs> Minga, bro. It's uh, yeah, me, uh, me, uh, me. I have Italian parentage. Good start. No, I, I believe that's a word. Anyone, if anyone wants to fact check, fact check us. We're not yet on Twitter, uh, but if if we do get good uh, good feedback, that'll be coming soon. You guys can get at us there and correct us all you'd like. Yeah, maybe um, I'm bad at English. Who knows? Yeah. So anyway, um, we are uh, we are second generation Canadians. Uh, of Italian lineage, um, we both grew up watching watching Italian soccer, um, and my my I don't know about you Nick, but my my first and and, and greatest memory growing up uh, in in from from a, from a soccer standpoint, from a football standpoint. Sorry, let, let's let's stick to using the term football was uh, uh, World Cup two thousand six. Oh, hundred percent. I remember every single 100%. game. Uh, I was I was uh, just to give you a little little background. So we're. we're Nick's 21 I'm 20 so I would have been turning 9 years old during that tournament both we would have been 9 yeah so but but I still remember favorite non-final World Cup moment for the Azzurri in 2006 Uh, Del Piero uh, Del Piero's goal against Germany yeah that was pretty good the the, the second one I remember I I, I almost fell off the couch when when Grosso scored that goal (laughs) And I was yelling. I was yelling at my mom, like, "Mom, mom, we scored!" She was going, "No way, no way!" And just as, just as she's kind of coming down to watch the replay, I remember Del Piero scored again. And I was running around the house like a madman. And I, uh, I, 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 when I, when I get down, I, I still, I still go back to that goal. It just brings tears to my eyes. Which you know, obviously, I'm, I, I get down a lot these days, given the state of, given the current state of affairs oh, we'll surrounding our that. national team. We'll, we'll get, get to that, that later in the pod. Uh, that, that is. Uh, that is something that we definitely plan on addressing in this inaugural episode. But in any case, my 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 uh, so World Cup 2006 kind of marked the both of us, and it was 
the first tournament that I watched in full uh, personally, and, and I, I remember every single game, every goal, uh, I can name the entire roster, that's how into it I got, and that's really where my love of, of, of Italian football, and football in general, uh, b- began. Uh, I, uh, I've, been, I've been a Juventus supporter since I was a kid, uh, grew up watching Dal Piero, Buffon, a little bit later Andrea Pirlo, when he uh, left uh, AC Milan. That's my midfielder. So... Nick, uh, Nick, uh, Nick's a Milan fan. As uh, I heard, yeah, I remember. We, we, so Nick and Nick and I have actually gone to school together for a very long time. We used to go to high school together. We've known each other since we were, uh, I want to say twelve, probably younger. Actually, our our dads used to know each other, and we, we we used to know each other like playing soccer growing up. And I remember when we when we were like in our earlier years of, of high school. I say high school. Um, we live in Quebec, so there's a different high school system to anyone who's listening who doesn't. Who, who's wow, they don't care. So. No. Anyway, whatever. Uh, I remember I used to I used to actually fake I, I used to actually fake my 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 affinity for AC Milan even though I was deep I was a Juve fan deep down and I remember in 2011 when when Milan won the title you uh, Nick and a bunch of other guys were losing their minds and I was like yeah yeah but secretly I was very I was very disappointed that it's was a sad story <laughs> anyway anyway uh, so uh, we 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 grew up playing soccer together. Um, known each other for a very long time and we uh we have a love for uh for italian football so we're gonna go so just uh as we as we kind of continue on in in this pod uh just bear in mind you know just just a little full full disclaimer full disclosure i'm a juve fan uh no shame nick is uh, very partial to ac milan so very very partial so if, <laughs> if there are any inter milan fans listening uh just just be warned we we respect you can <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll refrain. Yeah. You can, you can, you, refrain. you can turn up the volume and keep on listening. I'm gonna start turning Woo. people away on our first episode. Absolutely not. We love everybody. But yeah. So enough about us. Yeah. Um, we want to talk about what happened this weekend, right? Yeah. Let's let's get into a little recap of, of what's going on here. So I think like, we're all set. We uh, we we got that. We we got San Gennaro here on the uh, on the uh, on the pod table. San Gennaro Gattuso. San Gennaro. No, just, just San Gennaro. This is actually from Naples. I, I got it there a couple of years ago. Joke. This. This is uh this is this is to bring us good luck. We actually watched funny story about this about this Saint card that we have on the table. Uh it this 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 Saint this Saint card accompanied us uh during during our our Euro 2016 journey and uh we 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 actually had it with us during during that uh that quarterfinal against Germany a couple of years ago. Uh, Can't be bringing us too much luck though, because now we don't qualify so, for tournaments. So, so I, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Well, well, well whatever. San Gennaro's here looking over us. Anyways. Yeah. So, so let's Sam, let's start with the let's start with some of the games that happened this weekend, because a lot of stuff happened. Let's, uh, a lot let's of, get into it. A lot of uh, you know interesting stuff happened. Mm-hmm. So here I'll I'll kick us off with Juve Fiorentina because I know you have a lot to say about it. So I'll get my uh, yeah. I'll get my two cents in it. Um, so personally. Uh, I I really don't like the whole um, the whole notion of you can't celebrate against your former team because for those of you who had, did not watch the game, Bernardeschi scored on a free kick, and uh, he used to play for Fiorentina last season, and uh, he's been there for quite a few years, and uh, you know I I just I just don't I just find it so like it's just an old school thing it's a superstitious thing you know it's it's around the world of football I, there was a lot of whistling when he scored and he started celebrating after I don't know I didn't like that 
his sister actually came out afterwards. I don't know if you saw it I and didn't was. See this. Just, I do have a couple things to say about it, but I'll, yeah, I, I didn't. She I came didn't. out defending him, saying like, "You gave your all for that club. Like you're allowed to respect the Juve fans by celebrating when you score for them. Like I don't it's." Know about uh, that. <clears throat> to be honest with you, as as a as a UEFA fan, like I said, I, I I was I was definitely cheering for Bernard during that game, hoping he would score. I I, I was very interested to see what he would do if he did. Um, he, he hasn't actually been getting that many opportunities for us this year, so it was really, it was really, I wouldn't say shocking, but I I, I found it really I found it really funny that that I think he only I think that was only like his his fourth goal for us in in the league this year. So it's not like he's been tearing it up. He's a very good player, obviously, but he hasn't found. He hasn't found it easy to, to get that much starting time for us, but given the injury crisis right now, if you want to call it that, with DiBala being out, uh, he obviously got his chance. But I mean, it was it was one of those things that, that that you couldn't have that you you that you you almost couldn't have written up any better, right? He he, this guy this guy who hadn't had that much of a chance to make that much of an impact on in, in the first team this year yeah. comes in against his former club at his at their at their. You know, in their stadium, scores a goal, celebrates. I was very interested to see what what he would do if he if he did actually score. And then when he did, my yeah, it was all, in terms of atmosphere, it was awesome. Well, yeah, that, it was that, awesome. That, like, that, that even game, just be, being like a neutral fan, like hearing like the fans lose it, like whistling and stuff. Again, like I don't agree with it. Yeah, but so. but uh, it was cool. I want to talk about the goal actually. I uh, I didn't find it was that like the free, well, the free kick was nice. He bent it. On the outside of the if wall. Any, if anyone didn't see the goal, uh, Pjanic, who's obviously lethal from free kicks, was standing over the ball as well. He's right-footed. Bernardeschi is left-footed. So I think uh, Sportiello, who was in goal, kind of he didn't really know what side to pick, and, and that 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 hesita- that hesitance uh, killed him, obviously, because uh, because it, it wasn't that you know it was definitely within his reach. But you know, good on Bernardeschi for putting it on target. Yeah, I guess. In, in terms of in terms of just some some my, like my reaction to the game as a whole i was i was very i was very nervous going into it i was i don't know if i'd say i was nervous i was very hyped up obviously it's a very big game within the context of italian football be, just because you know any any time it, uh, any team plays against juventus or milan or, or inter they're they're going to be very fired up to to go ahead and beat them but i mean juve in particular kind of within the the hierarchy of italian football you know fiorentina in the context of 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 the peninsula is a very is a is a big club, but Juve is definitely above them in the pecking order, and for that reason, they've always wanted to. They always kind of want to 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 topple them, and I think the fact that Baggio left them to join Juve in the '90s, and the fact that Bernardeschi did the same thing recently is, has only really fired up the rivalry over the years, and uh, so it, there, there was there was there was a lot on the line going into it, and I wasn't sure what to make of it. I still have PTSD from that game when Pepito Rossi scored like he scored a hat trick against us four years ago when he was capo canoniere for a few months way back in that when. World Cup year before he busted his ACL again or whatever right. it was. Right. The poor bastard. But anyway, so I mean, yeah, like you said, crazy atmosphere. He got injured again, no? He's with Genoa now, and he got injured again. He, he just else? signed on a free transfer in the January transfer window. I, I know he's and injured. Giuseppe Rossi how, already got injured. I don't know how so serious bad it is, him. but yeah, that, that, that guy's cursed. Yeah. And, but I think... Anyway, well, uh, the, the, the U.S. is out of the World Cup and so was Italy, so it's not like if he was healthy, he would have had that yeah, much of a chance true. to make an impact this year anyway. Sad but true. 
I think the last thing to talk about without getting into the specifics in this game, like, is, is VAR. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we don't have to discuss the rules because, you know, I saw all kinds of people on Twitter saying that they actually <laughs> called it properly, that the rule was called right, that he was actually offside and this and that. You're referring to the to the, the penalty, right? The penalty. Yeah. Right. So Okay, so I, I don't, like, I don't think we should just, we should get into the specifics as in, like, was the rule applied properly, was it not? I just want to say that I want to applaud. I want to applaud this area for for using VAR because Italy, especially with uh, in terms of let's say racism and in terms of a lot of uh, culture surrounding oh, the yeah. FIGC, yeah. like a lot of people consider Italy as well as you and I to be very archaic. It's it's, some... it's definitely backwards in a lot of or it's it's definitely it definitely needs to evolve in right. a lot of in a lot of ways. But uh, so so VAR was definitely a refreshing. That, that, of... that's the thing. Yeah. So I want to applaud. I want to applaud them for that. The only thing is that the growing pains have been, I want to even say maybe beyond growing pains, they've comedic. been very comedic. They've been shocking at times when, you know, the referee just just makes that classic uh, the box and yeah. then runs to the sideline and no one really knows what he's looking at. No one, you know, it's it's starting. I've, I've been starting to see on TV in the past few weeks, it's been starting to get a little bit better. The VAR review icon pops up and this and that, but for the players and still for the people watching at home, it's not always 100% clear. Uh, like uh, They're making up rules as they go now, saying that VAR could be used for, uh, for specifically penalty shots or for red cards, but maybe not for this, maybe not for that. So just... Uh, I'm hoping that you know this season. I feel like it's already a write-off at this point. That VAR is not. There's not going to be a substantial change to it. But you know, hopefully, uh, by analyzing what happened this year, that in next year, in the future, it'll get better. So yeah. So um, here's the thing with 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 VAR or VAR. I think in English we're supposed. The Brits call it VAR. Uh, I don't care what they call it. In, in Italy, they call it il VAR. We, we call it VAR. So. Um, if, if anyone didn't see the UF Fiorentina game, basically in, in the first half, Fiorentina were doing very well. They actually hit the post at one point. They were getting chances, and they were awarded a penalty on a handball that Chiellini uh, committed in, in, in the area. And the, 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 the thing that caused a lot of controversy was, was that for like three minutes as they were lining up to take the penalty... Nobody knew what was going on, and the ref was apparently reviewing something, and then they called it back for offside. The initial play that, that got the ball in, in, in position for a cross that was then handballed. The point is, there was a very long delay, and the problem that this creates is that, like, yes, you said there are growing pains, obviously, but it creates cynics, I think, and, and people, people look at that, right, and say, oh, you know, look how inefficient this is. There's a lot of, there's a lot of ambiguity, and there's not very much clarity, and I think to that point... The biggest problem with VAR right now is that the people in the stadium who pay to watch the game are losing out. Oh, for so sure. In, so in this particular instance, right, where for like three, four minutes, nobody knows what's being reviewed, like you said. And I think just football in general, not just Serie A, because it's going to be adopted at the World Cup in the summer, could definitely take a page out of like the NHL or the NFL. Uh, apparently they do this in cricket too. Uh, I've heard this on a few English pods where basically they'll they will literally they will literally get on a mic, kind of like in the NFL, right? And you they, can hear the dialogue between like the ref yeah, and the and, and the uh, like outside official. The basically, video there, there's transparency and there's right. good communication, and you yeah, know what's being challenged that. or reviewed. And I think at that point, at least, you know, 
fans don't just go, oh, what's going on? And then, oh, what? Even even on TV, I was like, what? How, how is this? How is how is this? How is this an, an offside call? Now, like you said, there was a little bit of ambiguity as to whether or not the call was was properly uh, was, was 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 correct. But I I I, it, I think uh, it's it's generally been accepted that it was the right call. But again, the logistics of VAR are definitely such that I think that at this point. Uh, they could definitely benefit from a lot of, from a lot of. Uh, it's, it's annoying. It's just annoying. From, from transparency and communication, you yeah. know, just, just like just seriously set up a mic, say okay, like this is what we're reviewing. We're gonna, we'll you know, we'll check in in a second. That's it, you know. Just at least then, even if it takes time, people know what's going on. Yeah. But otherwise, um, good on Juve for, for, uh, for sticking it out and uh, and keeping pace with Napoli because um, they uh, they. They did a pretty good job of, of maintaining their consistency against Lazio on Sunday. I believe it was, no, so, sorry, that, that game was on Saturday. They uh, topped them four uh, one. Nick, did you see this game? I did. Uh, Mario Rui getting on the score sheet. Good for him. First and last time. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Dries Mertens appears Mario to be back. And he appears to be back to his goal, goal scoring self. So as a Juve fan, I'm a little bit nervous, but. I mean, you know, good on Napoli. It's it's been a lot. It's been it's been very interesting, as just as a neutral fan to to, to, to see a little bit more competition at this point in the league. Uh, you know, in February, the fact that it's still so tight uh, is, is 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 great. Obviously, Napoli have, have 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 really put all their resources toward the league. They don't really get. They haven't really shown to 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 to, to be that concerned about Europe right now. Which you know, I I think I understand. They've been waiting for a title for a very long time, and they kept pace this weekend. So good on them. So the, the game um, finished four one, but like I, I, Napoli deserves their praise. But for me personally, this game's more about we need to talk about Lazio. Okay, so we know Napoli has the the ability to score four, like four goals. It's crazy they yeah. can score four goals week in and week Great out when they're football that they play. yeah yeah. 100%. For me, the talking points Lazio. So uh, maybe you can pull up their form from like the the past five matches, but. What's been this has been, been a little bit spotty, yeah, more than a little bit spotty. They have not been playing well in the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. I'd even maybe go as far as a month. They um, one in three. They haven't won in three. They're they've slid down to fifth in the table at uh, forty six points. So they're one behind. They're one point behind Roma, That's and they're only five points above Samp. So, you know, people were talking about, you know, oh, Lazio, Immobile, Simone, Inzaghi, this is the team to watch this year, Milinkovic, Savic. Like, I, I agree, they have, they've been playing really well this year and they've, and they have, they have some good players, you know, Milinkovic, Savic, he's being linked to like PSG for like 150 million euros, you know, like That's it's... also PSG. No, I know, but I'm just saying like they have, they have good players, you know, Immobile, uh, whether you like him or not, uh, he scores goals. Like they they have they have talent and Simone Inzaghi is probably one of the best young managers in in, uh, in this area maybe even Absolutely. Europe you can I, say I, I tend to agree with that I'd love to see him I'd love to see him at Juve one day type of thing if if he, needless sure to say he, yeah hundred percent the sentiments in like I want to say maybe the first half of the year were you know Lazio is a team to contend with you know they're gonna maybe they could finish in the top three they could finish in the top four and now they think they can and I and to be honest I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Inter drops out and if they if they wind up catching up to them the way that Inter have been playing um but I, I hear your point but at the end of the yeah, day look, I mean, they, it's, they, it's, it's Lazio we're talking about they're not gonna they're, they're never gonna I don't know that they can really they're winless in their past four games it's three four, four three of the last four games have been losses so one's been a draw 
So the amount of points they've been dropping is just it's it's absurd, and it's it's a free fall right now. Like well, yeah, it it is. It's a free fall right now, and and you know maybe, um, maybe me personally, happy. yeah, me personally, I'm happy because that was, that was, uh, that was a joke. Jo- no, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. We'll talk about uh, it after. Me personally, I'm happy, but uh, it's just it's it's definitely. Uh, it, it's uh, it's something to follow. It's uh, it's it's really a, it's a, right now. It's uh, it's not looking too good. I'd be really uh, nervous if I was uh, to if be honest with you. Now. And this is kind of to the point that I was making before about how really any any team, any team in Italy just wants to beat Juve, right? Uh, that, that that's the way I see it anyway as a Juve fan. But I, I saw I experienced it firsthand at the beginning of the year. Nick, you know this, and listeners, you you may not know that you you know you obviously I I would, I would imagine you don't know this, but I uh, I went to. Uh, I went to watch the Supercoppa at the Olimpico in the month of August, which uh, Juve managed to, to, to piss away in injury time when uh, Murja scored scored a crazy injury time goal. The scenes were absolutely mad. And who who did he get around? Who who did he dribble around? Was it Deshilio? It was Deshilio. <laughs> that was you oh talking God. all big at the beginning of the season, saying, "Oh, you gave us, uh, <laughs> yeah. you gave us a quality fullback, the quality was, Italian." I, I may fullback. have been a little bit salty. When's the, la- the, when's the last thing? time you started? How's that Bonucci? How's when? that Bonucci transfer working nah, out? He's you? playing better now. He's playing better now. Uh, yeah, I, I was I, that, that. Yeah, I was. I was very upset actually. I remember Jordan. <laughs> Jordan no, it wasn't Murija. It was Jordan Lukaku who just walked right around him, and I was pissed because I, I still play competitively, and I'm a fullback, and I was like, man, like, you know, you know, obviously you. you you, you, you talk tough, but I, I, I honestly felt like he, he showed him the inside. Yeah, that, that, that was a bad play, but whatever. He, he, he cost us that title. He but, sucks. Okay, so. He sucks, Deshilio. The point sucks. is, Lazio, Lazio, Lazio beat us to that one, and they, they went absolutely wild. The fact that they beat you, I, was, you know, I had a lot of fun walking around Rome uh, between the hours of like 10 and 1 in the morning wearing a Juve jersey, getting insults and, and literal, literal physical shit thrown at me. Not, not actual... Not 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 not, 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 not feces, you know, not like <laughs> debris, debris. I, I got, I got, I had debris thrown uh, at me, uh, and I, I, I thought there, I thought right there, and then obviously not knowing how well they would do uh, up to this point, I thought, well, their season is made. So at the end of the day, whatever happens to Lazio, you know, they may still finish above Roma. They, they may still finish in the Champions League places. Good on Inzaghi for getting the most out of that team. You know, they who lost Keita Balde and Lucas Biglia, I, I still think they deserve some credit. Let's move on to. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. To uh, to Inter, we'd like to give a nice big fat shout out out for finally getting a win in Serie A. Good on them. No, I don't like. They that. they had to rely on a on, on a 19 year old to do it. We, yeah, uh, let me let me speak about Jan Karamo. Okay, Karamoa or no Karamo. We, we, we were discu- we were discussing how to pronounce his name before the pod. I don't know that we actually got a consensus on that yet, but Karamo, Jan okay. Karamo. So, uh, 18 or 19 year old from uh, he's French. Um, yeah. So, so I watched. I watched most of this game. I watched. I saw all the goals. I missed bits and bits and pieces, but I, I watched most of the game. And um, I wanna. I wanna just let's take a step back here. So Inter one two one, as Sam said. Right? You said they they won. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I'm seeing articles saying Jan Karamoa stars born on the peninsula. Uh, this is the first. I think this is the first game. It's the first time I've ever heard of this kid. I don't know if you want to just check, but I think this is the first game he ever started okay. for Inter. This. I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I even remember I'm not, reading I'm not, that I he. That, I don't have a. I don't have that deep. Uh, well, a, you a can data, find data it. You can find it, but I. Okay. 
uh, I even read I read a quote of him saying that he was even surprised that he got onto the team sheet. Like I don't I'm not ripping him, and everyone's gonna say, oh, he's a Milan fan. He's just ripping Inter. I'm not. Like I I saw he had he's he's naturally a right footed player. Haters, haters will say no no he's naturally a right footed player. He plays on the right wing. But he, he he made a nice run to the inside. He received the pass and he and he struck the ball well with his left foot. A nice curler and it went into the. He did what Kandreva couldn't do, which is score a goal. Uh, that's God, Kandreva. Kandreva but, uh, again. We'll we'll save the national team talk for uh, right for uh, in in a little bit. But but um, uh, but yeah. So this guy, he's a, he's a good, promising player. I, I, and it was a nice goal. But I, I need people to stop with the a young stars born on the peninsula. Like he very well could be. Whatever. He very well could be, and we might we'll see in the rest of the season. We'll see how it plays out if he's going to start starting more. He probably should because Kandreva's garbage, right? <laughs> so he probably I, so he probably we, does we, we deserve to that. start more. But we'll we'll take it slow when we see this guy play. Uh, but for the rest of the match, um, if they want to put pressure on him, like let them. Who cares, right? At the end of the yeah, day, yeah, sure. It's not, it's not like it's. I'm just it's not putting like my two local cents Italian on, talent. Anyway, well, yeah, on, so. you know what I th- what I thought I saw, but. Uh, for the most part, it was a very back and forth game. The ball was moving up and down the pitch pretty, uh, pretty quickly. Rodrigo Palacio got on the board for Bologna. Yeah, that guy, this stupid, stupid. You want to call it a rat tail on his bald head or whatever? It, it, that well, thing? Yeah, that, that, that's that's the technical term for it. Yes, it's <laughs> definitely a rat tail. We'd also like to give a nice big shout out to Bledim Jamali for going. No, I I didn't watch the game. I'll be honest with you because I can't stand watching Inter Milan. Uh, unless they're playing, unless I just like playing. watching them lose. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, we're really not doing a good job of, of keeping it neutral. Anyway, uh, it real, nice big real. shout out to Bledim Jamali, who uh, Nick is telling me had absolutely no impact on the game. <laughs> uh, we'd like, I'd like to wish him uh, best of luck in his divorce proceedings. Apparently, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know his wife, his wife used to go to a little cafe in Montreal when he was playing. Well, give some know. context. He used to play for the yeah, club so he used to play for uh, for Montreal Impact. He. Uh, and he, and he and he left came us on loan. Yeah, and, and he got pissed, and I think he 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 he, he fucked off back to back to Italy because his because uh, because his wife went on TV and said he sucks in bed, <laughs> uh, and he couldn't he he didn't want to live here with her anymore. So well, I mean uh, that, and he just you could see when he would play. I mean we're digressing a bit here, but you could see when he was on the pitch, he just didn't care. Like yeah, we, just, we also have one of the worst and, teams in MLS yeah. run by. Oh my god! Yeah, let's. Oh man, this okay. isn't a bush league uh, podcast. No, seriously, already. let's keep it. But yeah, so, so, um, so yeah, Inter. They, it was a back and forth game. It was a, it was a, it was a back and forth game. Um, yeah. I, I, I would say they deserve to win. I mean, Bologna did. They, they did end up with two men down by the end of the game, but uh, but that's, the, that's the, so silly. No, but the, but the sec, the second red was like in the ninety fifth minute, so whatever was irrelevant. That's so but, silly. Uh, uh, that is so yeah. But yeah, I so Inter uh, Inter got back on the board. Uh, will this be a turn of events for them? We'll have to hopefully see. Hopefully not. We'll uh, have to see. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully Lazio can uh, can string a couple wins. Well, look for their, for their sake, they uh, and their fans. You know, like uh, this is the time to turn it around because uh, realistically, you're not catching Juventus and uh, Napoli. So for you to secure your third place, I think if I think if you're Inter and you get Champions League this year, given the level of competition that oh definitely they're happy. Given given, given given how great. They're the happy team, with the teams that. ahead of them have been and how much they've curtailed the last couple of weeks. They should just be happy. I think it's a minor miracle. I think we should say a nice, uh, we should give, I think uh, Eder should give this San Gennaro card a little kiss. The fact that he actually got on the score sheet. Speaking of absolutely garbage players <laughs> who play for Inter and the national team for some odd reason. Uh, God, I can't wait to get to that national team segment. This land-based, some players who I never want to see 
wear that jersey ever It'll again. It'll be an open open mic roast. Uh, shout out to Andrea Bellotti for uh, for getting back on the score sheet for Torino in a two 0 win over Udinese. That was uh, that was nice to see. Hoping he gets his confidence back before the big friendlies against Argentina and England. I love seeing that celebration. That's one of my favorites. Gallo Bellotti. Like, I love it. Uh, anything else of note? Obviously, uh, that like game. To, well, I'd like to give a shout out also to uh, Rolando Mandragora who came in clutch for uh, Crotone, helped him get a draw at Atalanta. Sorry, it was at home uh, to Atalanta. Uh, I don't know if you saw this game, buddy. It was absolute. It was it was a mess. It, it was it was like sl- They were playing on slush. Uh, but yeah, no, good on Mandragora, the kid, to, to, to get a goal, hopefully, uh, hopefully, because, you know, he broke his leg last year, so I'd like to see him continue to do well this year before he comes I, back I like to him. his He's big a good club player. next year. Yeah, I like him. I like, I've liked what I've seen of him, uh, <clears throat> so, you know, Atalanta, got to do better, but other than that, there was, there was in a bit the, of a mess uh, in the pitch, and Torino Udinese game they won 2 0. Roma, Roma beating Benevento, nice, of, you know, good on them for, for getting back in the win column, but we'd, uh, I think you you wanted to have a you wanted to have a little word on AC Milan as well, right? They they so they they, they smoked Spal four 0 uh, Cutrone getting two goals. He's looking really good this year. But yeah. I think you, you you said you wanted to focus a little bit less on the game and just kind of give a little bit well, more of an overview on on the general situation because it's so poignant given yeah, everything sure. they've done this year. Sure. Well, I mean, Why don't just you go ahead and qu- have your take. And- yeah. Well, qu- well, quickly on the game. Uh, if you if you didn't watch the game and you see the scoreline, you think you know pure domination, Milan on the road, scoring four goals against Spal, you know, uh, just pure domination. When uh, you know realistically, uh, it, it honestly it wasn't like uh, yeah there were so many. First of all, Alex Meret in nets for Spal, brutal. Yeah. He there were he made some he made some critical errors. He made one critical error on the third goal to Belia where he he rolled it out to I one saw, of his yeah. mids who who also made a mistake. So they both made a mistake and Belia just you know uh, just curled it in from the top of the box and that so Meret played a big part. Not in exactly allowing, what you want to see from uh, from, from someone a young keeper like so that. So highly touted. Yeah, but um, but yeah, a lot of breakdowns at the back uh, from. Uh, you know Romagnoli played pretty well, but uh, a lot of times Rodriguez got beat. Uh, there's this guy on on Spal, um, uh, what's his name, Manuel Lazzari. Like he's pretty fast. Yeah. And he, but uh, but he ran by Rodriguez like he was running on one leg. Like it didn't make sense. <laughs> he got around him. He he popped the ball up into the middle, and they left the guy unmarked. And luckily, uh, luckily the ball went over. But. Uh, but just in in terms of the whole game, it was it was not an impressive performance by any means, in my, in my opinion. Am I being a little bit harsh? And am I being a bit greedy? Maybe because you know, like Milan's getting back to winning ways, and obviously three points is three points. I'm happy with it. But I um, think you're allowed to be a little bit picky when you play a team as bad as Spal. Uh, with yeah, all due respect, just, with all due respect to them, I mean they're you know newly promoted. Yeah, it's just I don't want to give them city. too much credit because Cutrone scored two goals and the guy's always in, in such per- Cutrone, he's then. always in such perfect positions. This guy uh, Reno compared him to people in Zaghi. So did you? I did too. I did too a, yeah. a few months ago. But so he's always in the right position and you know he just they were tapping goals. They ugly, ugly goals. Hitting ugly goals. goals. But he, but a goal's he a goal. reminded me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's it's pure pure people. Exactly. So pure people. just he's you know just in terms of the game, it was not a very good performance. Uh, you know, if you're playing teams in the top five they're guaranteed to lose with the way they played against Spal so I think they know that unless, Reno is no, in the top and, five and the, the oh, Benevento is not coming <laughs> I understood Benevento is even at five points even at five I think they have seven no, I just, points any, any chance to but bring yeah. up that Brignoli goal yeah 
oh any, any chance like excuse me yes but but yeah anyway so uh, reno knows that he, he he's not one to to you know to thrive on uh on praise so he knows they're gonna get better but yeah as the milan situation as a whole uh, i don't know how much you want me to say really they're uh, about la grinta like uh, no but it's it's just anything? like it's like like i i told you at the beginning of the year like when people were like putting like uh you know like pictures on facebook and twitter saying uh this this is the new milan challenging for the title like i told you like it's not happening like they're not winning the title obviously i didn't think they would be in seventh place uh whatever what day are we today february 12th i didn't think they'd be in seventh place i would definitely think they'd be ahead they'd be ahead of teams like sampdoria who to their credit have played well this year you know i, I thought they'd be ahead of lazio who to their credit they got to lucas torreira uh, yeah he's a good player it up. but uh yeah there's there's really not much for me to say when you spend 200 million you expect to get a good return on your investment uh we're starting to see that some of those investments may not have been great uh andre silva can't even get into the starting lineup uh, is that because he's not good enough, or is that because so. they don't, I don't like think him? So. I, I think he's he's, he's 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 a great player. Every time I've seen him, I've, I've I don't know, man. When he gets on the field, he doesn't do much. I and mean, in, in the Europa League and with with Porto, yeah, I know. In the, and the, I know. In the, yeah, okay, yeah, but Sam, when you're playing against Austria, I, I, I agree. And, uh, I agree. But I'm telling you, like, him, and, from uh, what I've you seen, know, like, you're he, gonna he, score. The guy was born like the guy was born like how many months before you? I mean, he's 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 so, he's so young. I still see it as being a good investment. I don't think they. He just hasn't adapted. He, didn't pay he that hasn't much adapted as they hasn't adapted as they would hope. That's what it comes. No, down to. I, but but I think who's they right? You know, Mirabelli well, or, the, or the, board, the fans the, in general. Everyone, right? everyone. I, I Sam, guess, if you're paying thirty five million, guess, if you're paying thirty five mil for a striker, do you, you expect them to. Well, a have good enough performances to get on the pitch. I guarantee so he, he's been yeah. under two coaches this season, where both of them don't want him to start. I guarantee you that if and he and he's just not scoring. He hasn't scored in this area. I yet. guarantee you that if he played another year at Porto, he would have sold for double that down the line. I don't want to say this summer, but like I think he he could have easily commanded like seventy million. Okay, but that's fine. That's fine. But, he, just, but we're talking about now. He didn't. Of, of course, he hasn't I'm just scored. saying that potential. That potential doesn't go away. I think it's still there. Uh, no, of course it's whatever. still there. It's just frustrating, but but yeah, like it's, it's been a year of frustration for you guys. Obviously. Yeah, just you know, uh, Chalanoglu he's missing open nets from uh, from six feet out. Like recently, sure he's been playing better, but it's just it's it's just been frustrating. You know, when when arguably the three best players this season, and Cutrone, Bonaventura, and Suzo are ones that were not purchased over the summer when you spent two hundred million. <clears throat> Yeah. Shout out to Romagnoli too. I love that guy. He's playing really well. But like, it's just it's it's just frustrating. And um, and I, I thought things are starting to turn around. Is Reno the answer right now? I was yes. Ask you, long do you, term. Do, no. do you think? Do you think he's gonna stay long term? Would you like to see him? Would you like to see him as a coach down the line? Why not? No, you know? man. I I, I, I kind of like the extreme statements. I, I still no. I do too. It's just. Like is Reno Gattuso the guy that's gonna if if Milan qualifies for champ for no him. but if they qualify for Champions League in the in next year in the next two years is is Reno Gattuso if they make the knockout stage is Reno Gattuso gonna outclass Pep Guardiola <laughs> why not why not no like you're laughing it's funny but like I don't <laughs> know like I want to believe that he that tactically he's good because obviously the guy has a continental he, pro he coaching play, he license under, he played under Carlo Ancelotti he played under Marcello Lippi he's still. I think he's, he, he still he still played under some. I, I don't. Yeah, you're right. I I don't want to rule him out saying he's not the long term answer, but I want to I want to slow down and say that yeah. I don't want to say right away that he is. So we're gonna have to wait and see. You know, he's he's in they're in good form as of late. He definitely knows how to 
how to how can you say it? he definitely knows how to develop a uh, a squad mentality over uh, over a bunch of individuals, which was happening under Montella. Right. So the, that's about it. There's not what's, much for me yeah. to say. It's been a, it's a frustrating, annoying season. What's your, but what's your, what's your favorite better. statement from Gattuso? There's a lot of them. Huh? The, 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 the Benevento. Okay, well, yeah, when Brignoli, when, <laughs> Brignoli, when he freaking scored in the 94th minute, when... <laughs> When when Gattuso goes and says a stabbing would have been less painful than conceding that <laughs> that goal, and I'm laughing because if I'm not laughing, I'm gonna cry about it. <laughs> oh my god, that one's gonna send me to the ER. <laughs> Excuse but, me, it's, uh, it's, it's bloody cold where we are. He's got the he's got the passion, he's got the grinta, but we'll, we'll have to see oh, what develops. Second half of the season's now. We'll I, I I could just I don't know I I just I I, I just. Yeah, no. No matter what happens this season, at least we'll always have that Brignoli moment. And Gattuso looking absolutely just devastated, like he, he had been, like he, like he had been, like it. he had been stabbed, oh. saying that a stabbing would have been any would have been a lot less painful, and that he would have preferred that. Yeah, no, just it doesn't get much better than that. Honestly, yeah. as a neutral, that was that was wild. That was hilarious. Yeah. So just uh, just. Well, uh, we ran through uh, most of the big games. Bigger let's, teams. We'll uh, just, yeah, we'll, I'll just quickly go over some of the scores we missed because we'll move on to some more. Uh, we'll, we'll move on to some bigger things. Yeah, so let's just move on to the Champions League. Yeah, so just quickly, Atalanta tied Crotone. Uh, you know, you mentioned Mandragora scored. I know, but whatever. Uh, it's not exactly a result Atalanta would have liked. No, especially um, with the Borussia Dortmund coming up and. Right. Exactly. Uh, I mean, they're gonna have they're gonna have to shape up if they're gonna make the Europa League final and play Milan, right. which which is happening by the way. You guys heard it here first. I'm calling it now. Uh, Atalanta to face AC Milan in the Europa League final, unless they face each other first. That'd be fun. Uh, Andrea Petagna is gonna get the game winning goal. Unfortunately, oh, no. Milan are not gonna. No, no, yeah, no, no, uh, Andrea no, no. Petagna is gonna get the so game winning goal. Garbage. He's uh, terrible. He's, he's 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 quality. He's gonna get called up to the national team after. And Nick's gonna have a heart attack. Yeah, me and everyone else. Uh, so it's quickly, uh, so just... Gen- Genoa beat Kevo Verona one nil. Diego Axalt with the with the late game heroics like he's uh, he's already done this year. Diego Axalt. Diego Axalt. The the, the Uruguayan <laughs> winger. Uh, so the one, the one who the one who held up that love triangle this summer. Between uh, he was supposed to go to Atalanta, then I think Spinazzola was going to be allowed to go to Juve, and we would have gotten rid of Asamoa. Nah, whatever. Anyway, yeah, Luxal. Diego no. Luxal. We spent I, yeah, too much no, time I, talking I, about him. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm still pissed off about that one. So anytime yeah. I hear his name, yeah, no. yeah. Um, what else did we miss? Uh, Sampdoria beat uh, Hellas Verona 2-0. Quagliarella back on the board. This guy is like a fine wine. He's, he's just he's just scoring all kinds. Just he's just he love he's, watching he's, him play. He's, he's too good. Love, I, I'm loving love loving it. seeing him loving yeah. seeing him do well right now. And I was at my grandparents yesterday actually. Uh, after after dinner on my way to a on my way to a soccer game. Stop stop for a little cafe. Uh, stop for a little cafe in the evening. Well, of he course. Was, he was on Que Tempo Que Fa on La, La Rai. My grandparents liked to liked liked him a lot. They they, they, they said he was a very well spoken young man. Uh, I told them about the stalker story. They were they were very oh, they were they were, they were absolutely my. they were absolutely mortified. If you if if you guys have not heard the oh stalker story on Fabio Quagrialella, the he literally got stalked for how long? Ten years, twelve years? I, I don't know. That it was twelve years. I think it was a cu- it, it, long it, it time. Was, it was it was a couple most of, of his years career. Was, most of his career. Anyways, we're not, we're not going to get Check into it, but just Google, yeah, Google it, it's it insane. Already. It's like from a movie, it's out of this my, world. My, grandparent, my grandparents definitely appreciate oh, it, and uh, scary. So, so will you. Scary. Um, let's get into the Champions yeah, League. That's every, that's you were you 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 facing Tottenham tomorrow, which it's currently Monday, Monday, February 12th as we're recording this, so 
uh, the games have not yet happened. I got I got to admit the fact that Paulo Dybala is out for this one is kind of freaking me out a little bit. Um, just given how clutch he came in last year versus versus Barcelona in the big one. Uh, and I also think he, he just creates so much space where if you're defending him, you kind of just you, you mark him a little bit more tightly and it creates an opening for like a Mandzukic or a Douglas Costa. Or, oh, for you know. sure. It opened up space for everyone. But uh, I don't know. Bernardeschi got getting the goal last week. He'll probably wind up getting the start. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, that'll be interesting to see. What's your predicted lineup for them? Predicted lineup? Yeah. They'll probably go the 4-3-3. Uh, Marquisio, Pjanic, and, and Kedira will probably be the midfield three. Barzali's out, so I'd imagine Kellini and Benatia will be the two the two center backs. I think Lichsteiner's back in the Champions League uh, lineup, yeah, despite agree. being left out in the first half of the year, so he'll probably get started right back, even though uh, your favorite player, uh, Mattia De Chilio, could probably do a good job handling the likes of Harry Kane. I, I think uh, Lichsteiner, the Swiss Express, probably has a little bit more experience to handle that one. Obviously, yeah, Alexandro so. gets maybe it so as well. Bit. Then up top, I think probably it's gonna you're, you're gonna you're gonna see Mandzukic. Yeah, left wing. Yeah, Higuain and uh, Bernardeschi or Douglas Costa. But uh, listen, Juve are favorites, and I think anything less than a win over over Tottenham would be considered an upset if Tottenham were to get a result against us. But I mean, yeah, so just, it, it's definitely one of the more interesting games at this stage. So the games the games in you uh, in Torino. Yeah, I'm talking so, about the tie as a whole. Like if Tottenham yeah, were to win, but, but just just to give context, <laughs> just. Uh, Juventus is according to the bet three six five. Juventus is favored at uh, their two to one odds to win, while Tottenham's four to one. So it's four to pretty, one feels if I'm if, yeah. I, it's pretty big. Like like they're expected to win. If I were impartial, I'd definitely be putting a little money on Tottenham to get a result. I don't think they will win. Maybe a draw. Uh, I'd still expect us to win hundred percent. I, I think Chiellini has enough experience to handle a guy like Harry Kane. Mind I agree. you, he's so good that you know Ericsson can. Ericsson's so creative as well. Deli Alley's been having a little bit of an off year, but they do have guys who can create space and and get in behind us. But I mean, we've been defending so comprehensively recently. I'd like to see how we kind of handle such such strong opposition because really in Italy recently we've been so above we've been so above the curb. Although we have had a few stern tests the past few weeks. I think we you know playing Napoli in in December that was a big one. But really, I, I think this is this is going to be a whole another level, and I think it's going to see we're going to see. How 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 far we've come since the start of the year when our defense was absolutely shambolic. Going back to that game at the Supercoppa that I had the the good fortune of, of yeah, taking. Yeah, but that's and, that's gone now. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. But I mean, I think this is going to be a good measuring stick, and I definitely see us coming coming through on top. But it's going to be tough, and uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. I, I think as as a fan, I'm excited just because. It's sometimes you know you get like a Porto or a Shakhtar or this stage and oh, for with all due sure. respect to those great, clubs, it's a like, great you know, early game to watch. You, you, you got to beat teams like this, and you know at the same time, it's I'd still rather play Tottenham than like a Bayern Munich who who have been like our boogie team in this in the competition the past couple of years. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I I'm, I'm I'm feeling good despite the injuries, but. Uh, yeah, well, Juve is very stern test. Yeah, but you guys are so deep. I don't know. You don't have to worry about that. When no, I'm when, not, but it's when more, Matuidi it's, it's gets Dybala injured and and, and Marquisio gets to come off the off the bench to play as the starter. I'm, not, I'm worried about Dybala more. Yeah, than Dybala anything, for sure, for sure. Then, uh, we'll, He's we'll the catalyst to their offense. But for me, I think not concede any goals. Well, that's what I was just gonna yeah, say. Yeah, you absolutely. took the words out of my mouth. I think I I think Tottenham's gonna score a, a goal. I, I I think they will. 
I also think we'll, but I think we'll score at Wembley. I was gonna say so. that. I was gonna say that too. I definitely think if Dybala's back, a goal at Wembley is not impossible. But when is the return? Juve, like, is it next week or is it in two weeks? Uh, I'm not too sure. I'll check up on I don't that. Know how but, close um, Paulo is to being back? But it's uh, it's March seventh, so no, oh, it's geez, not. Okay, yeah. So. so okay. So so almost a month in between, but um, uh, but yeah. Um, with a guy like Harry Kane, like I completely agree, but the form that Benazzi is in and uh, and the way Chiellini's playing, um, you know, uh, uh, not not conceding to Harry Kane is not uh, it's not a pipe dream. It's not impossible, but you know, with the guy of that kind of quality, and then Eriksen too. You got Son, you got Listen, Deli we, we, we they they shut out Messi last year, and we, no, I know, I know, no, no, I, I for sure. No. I'm I'm just saying. I, if the uh, Juve is gonna have to score, I think two goals in this home leg. I think. I agree. I agree. So, so like two 0 or two one type of thing. We agree ideally, on that. Unless unless something wild yeah. happens. Uh, Roma Roma face Shakhtar. I actually met a Ukrainian kid today at a cafe that I go to close to close to where I work, and he uh, he actually played for Dinamo Kiev's youth system. I know this is gonna sound like bullshit, but it, like uh, apparently apparently his story checks out. He's like an eighteen year old kid who played in the youth ranks over there, and he claims. Uh, very, 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 uh, very, very viable, viable source here. He claims that Shakhtar are an excellent team, and he would not be surprised if they beat Roma. Now, uh, did again, you laugh in his face? Uh, I, I, uh, I tried to be very respectful. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I, I, the, the way Roma have been playing, uh, who, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Shakhtar did do the, they, they, they did upset Napoli, and they did give them a hard time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Trouble yeah, but uh, yeah, Maurizio was... Sarri didn't take it seriously. Like he wasn't feel. He wasn't. That was an excuse. They they, no, they feel the no, same. Huh? They, yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. I think that was a bit of an excuse. I think I think Napoli definitely could have done more to get through the the knockout stage. Sorry, to the knockout stage, and and I think the fact that they just didn't. I thought I think the fact that they just didn't perform up to par. Uh, was then used as an excuse. I don't think they were going into the game saying, "All right, lads, let's take it easy." I think they just didn't perform well, frankly. Yeah. Uh, so you, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. I well, mean, I mean, look, I'm I'm half I'm half joking. Like, I'm not saying Shakhtar <laughs> Shakhtar is like a a, a tin pot club. You know? <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not ripping them. But well, like, look, right Fred, here we're looking Fred, at no. I I, I I like I like looking at uh, at odds, you know, maybe by bet three six five just to give a, a context of you know who's really favored. So so bet three six five is favoring Shakhtar at three point five to one, but really, but Roma is at two point. Uh, sorry, uh, Shakhtar is at two point five to one. Roma is at two point eight. So it's really it's so really it's, a it's pick a toss up. Yeah, to toss them. <laughs> the game is in Shakhtar. Will that be no, a factor? Or, I think, I think it's, it's probably, at, probably, it's probably at, Kiev because they, they don't whatever, know uh, Whatever, yeah. I don't know my Ukrainian geography. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's at Shakhtar. It's at Shakhtar. They're playing, okay, yeah. they're playing at Shakhtar's home Got it. Pitch. So that's probably why it's a little bit so more. So exactly, you know, they got the, the, the fans go nuts over there. I wouldn't be surprised if something gets postponed. So, you know, that, that'll play a part to it. But uh, you know Roma has been spectacular in the Champions League. Di Francesco has yeah, absolutely hit the nail on the head. You know the beating Chelsea, uh, you know Madrid. Atletico. Uh, so like I like again like uh, I'm not I'm not laughing at Quarabag. I'm not making is that even fun. in Europe. I don't even know. That's bullshit. I mean, I'm, I'm calling be. BS on that one. <laughs> it has to be. That's a cash grab on UEFA's part. But, screw uh, screw UEFA. 
yeah it, 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 like it'll it'll be again that'll be another fun game where we're we're lucky we're getting to watch uh, yeah, we're gonna ever, see a lot of good games it's, you, ever, uh, you ever think about what happened what would happen if roma didn't sell all their best players i say all their best players there's so many of them I and mean, they managed to hang on to like a nine goal on which i think is pretty huge but i mean imagine if they still had like a mo salah I'm sorry. It kind of oh, like an, he was kinda, never staying. He was never staying. Listen, kind of like a Monaco situation where you look and where you look at them and say, Jesus, what if? Let's not go as far back as like Benatia in like 2013, 14. Okay, but like well, let's go like the last two years. Yeah, they like sold. compare most of the Let's pull up a list here of like players who they sold. Recently, they sold Emerson Palmieri, who who had really secured who had, who had secured a, a starting a starting role for them, and who I don't even know what what, what the hell he's gonna do at Chelsea to be honest with you. But I mean. Whatever, Conte, Conte obviously wanted some reinforcements. Good on him, but you know that's that's a big. I feel like that's a big concession right there. Giving up Mosala's massive. I feel like I feel yeah, like no you choice. take him over Patrick. Yeah, no what do you mean? Hang on. No, Sam, the guy wanted to leave. Okay, just just He's in theory. Not. Hang on, Rudiger, Rudiger. You still have him. Uh, that because, uh, that I agree. That I agree. Like I, I'm I sorry. Kept like as, as as well as Wunder played on the weekend. And as much promise as oh, we didn't get, we didn't had. give a shout out to Under. He played, he played pretty he did, well. He did. Okay, a goal well, and two assists, but, or two but, goals and an assist. I think what, did the, what was the score anyway? Um, yeah. Listen, I, 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 st- I think you still, t- you still take Mosala over Under and over like Patrick Schick. Uh Rudiger getting sold was obviously massive. Pjanic, Pjanic to Juve. I'm not shedding yeah. any tears over no, that I one, agree. but my God, imagine if you still had him. Two goals the, for Under, by the, the way. Depth, two goals for two goals. Thank you. The depth, the depth. Anyway, I, I don't know. I I think it's 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 probably something that we're going to continue to see under Monchi, to be honest with you. Um, but we'll we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully they can go on a little bit of a run. That'd be nice to see an Italian team be besides Juve going. What did he say, Monchi? Roma is not a supermarket. Uh, he's not really holding his word well, to that. Well, jeez, not really holding his that word one. to that. There was actually there was there was a there was a video done in the summer by Liato Gol on YouTube uh called Serie A al mare so Serie A goes to like on summer vacation mm. and they kind of like just you know it was a bit of a parody of, of the of the summer transfer activity of all the clubs and like Milan is is spending like champagne and caviar Milan is sorry Roma is is was 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 depicted as a guy like selling like a fish like a guy selling fish <laughs> vendo tutto i'm selling everything yeah. sala sala rudi it's sad, but it's, it's kind of uh, like Europa it. League. Anyway, Europa League. Um, yeah, well, let's go. Let's get to the Europa League quicker because uh, yeah. we can talk about I'm, the I'm Nazionale about, because I think that's here. the cherry on top because oh, that's absolutely. where the passion and the fire is going to come out. Yeah, my God, we, we spent so much time talking about the, all the other fixtures. But, but I mean, yeah. Atalanta, I, I want to, you know, we, we got we to just give a little nod to the fact that Atalanta are going to be playing Borussia Dortmund. And I got to say, I think if, if, they, if they beat them, I, th- I, would, I, would, I would have a very hard time not thinking that they're for real right now. I mean, just. The fairy tale has been pretty wild as is. The fact that with all those young players, they've managed to get to where they're at right now. But if they could beat Borussia Dortmund, who... It's going to be tough. Yeah, they've had a hard time, Dortmund, recently. Royce Royce is back, though. Uh, Papu Gomez for Atalanta might be out. Caldara might be out. They got Petania, man. Yeah, right, son. Petania, Cornelius. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It'll Um, be tough. It'll be a tough game. I think Dortmund takes that one. Yeah, uh, I mean, you and me both. We know so much about. Yeah, you and me both. We don't really know RB Leipzig that well. I mean, we know they got guys like uh, Keita, Nabi Keita, who's going to be going to Liverpool. I wouldn't be surprised if Napoli lose this um, one. I don't think they're going to take this seriously. Well, so got Timo Werner, pretty good striker. But yeah, you don't think that? Yeah, I mean, either. Honestly, I think uh, De Laurentiis and, uh, 
the uh, the director at uh, Annapoli yeah. and and Sari even said that uh, the rest of the year they're focused on they're they're focused on the winning the Scudetto, yeah, which is that what they haven't won since 1990 since the 90s. Maradona, I think. So, and, and so I I don't blame them. Whatever. Leipzig also haven't been doing great in the Bundesliga, so I don't even know if they have a clear cut. A chance to make the Champions League from the league, so they're definitely going to want to do well in this competition. I don't know that they actually have a chance of winning it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Napoli fall in this uh, one as well. They, def- they definitely don't give them that much of a shit. No, about well, look, this look, year. I want, they're not. Well, look, after Bayern, the and the I'm looking at it right now from second to to six. There's only four points difference. Okay. RB Leipzig in second. Okay, excuse me. So Maybe. they're well in in the matter of weeks they can end up in six. So I mean I wouldn't necessarily say that they're not they're it's, not it's a dog well. fight. It sounds like a dog yeah. fight. Yeah. So whatever. Again, Napoli is the better team, but I agree with you. I don't think they're gonna take it seriously. I don't know what kind of lineup they're gonna field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would not be surprised if they rest certain guys like uh, Mertens and Insigne who were injured just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So uh, that's unfortunate for all uh, all cultural fans who want to see who want to see uh, an Italian team do well, and in the Europa League. And then finally, Milan. Uh, obviously, I completely expect a uh, a fully f- fielded lineup. No resting. No nothing. Um, the game is in. They need to it's Milan it. against Ludogorets. The game is in. Uh, is at Ludogorets. Is at Ludogorets yeah, uh, field. Bulgaria, yeah. Don't think that'll be an issue. I think Milan could can bag one or two. Uh, one or two yeah. away goals. They're all in for this competition as well. So, so I'm not. I'm, that I'm not. I'll be very upset if uh, if we don't get through that. So I'm not yeah, worried I, I too think much Gattuso, about that. Gattuso would rather get stabbed, I think, than yeah. than than, uh, than than lose in Bulgaria. So. Yeah, I agree. Um. Let's uh let's get to the nazionale. I know it's I know it's I know it's I know it's episode one, but um, I mean let's uh let's 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 give the listeners something to something to uh something uh something big here that we can that we, you know that they can enjoy. Uh, Where do we begin? Uh, Jesus. I well, mean, look. I mean, we're not going to talk about. We're not in the World Cup, okay? Wow. We don't need to talk. We don't need to talk about not making it because we're just. Gonna, I'm gonna get pissed off. <laughs> I'm already gonna get pissed. We we know what happened. I think I think we need to talk about more going forward rather than okay, go, thinking of, in the first past. Of, first of all, we, we don't have like a square jar or anything. Fuck Giampiero Ventura. That guy can. That guy can eat. Okay, yeah. I hope that guy goes in. That guy can go into social. He he can go into isolation for the rest of time. And nobody on the peninsula would give a shit because he's just, you did it to yourself, bud. You had the resources and you still, you stubborn mule, didn't play Lorenzo Insigne in that game, play Jorginho game. Poor, poor Jorginho, my God. The guy, the guy, the guy, the guy was in Brazil till he was like, what, 10, 11 years old? Totally, totally had, he had carte blanche to play for Brazil if he wanted to. He was under no obligation to play for Italy. He still laced up in that last game and he fucked himself because he no longer, I mean, he's not going to the World Cup this summer, right? Because he's locked in with Italy now. So he can't play until he's going to be like, what, 32 years old? Yeah. What is he, born 1990, 31 years old, 2022 in Qatar? What a mess, poor guy. Screw Ventura. I think we can all agree on that, but honestly, just... It's, it's so much has been said about the fact that Carlo Tavecchio and the organization as a whole is is it's just it's just poisonous because the fact is they they stuck by Ventura when they shouldn't have. Well, look, and then they tried to absolve themselves of any responsibility after it happened. So yeah. screw Carlo Tavecchio too. But I think overall, you know, we can agree that the system and the infrastructure in Italian soccer is such that actually, you know what, you know, I take that back. The infrastructure isn't that bad. We still develop top players. 
and we still have the resources. But I think the bureaucracy and the politics around the elections are just are bonkers. Yeah, but Sam, that that part, that aspect of the infrastructure, I don't want to give any credit to the to the FIGC for that. I want to give credit to the development of like the the you know the youth teams. I agree. Of the I agree. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's not the FIGC. I'm not trying. But I mean, a lot of people. Okay, after we didn't qualify, a lot of people said that we should that we should totally change the way we do things in terms of developing players and the structure of Italian football a la Germany in like early the early 2000s I think when they did that total rebuild right. we don't need to do that we do not okay this is not we don't need like a Belgian project where we need to develop from the ground up we have resources we have great players we have great coaches the best coaches I sound like Donald Trump but we have the best coaches we do we have great resources we develop among the best players in the world and we have one of the top leagues in the world that's not an issue I agree the FIGC gets no credit for that but the point is or they shouldn't get any credit for that well they don't they don't it's, it's done privately by clubs yeah but Listen, it's it's funny because England always make world. I mean, you know, they could very mind you, they did miss a Euro ten years ago. But you know, for the most part, they make major tournaments too, um, and they made the World Cup quite handily. But you know, people on the Guardian Football Weekly podcast, which I which we both listen to on a weekly basis, uh, shout out to them, they're doing it right. Um, they they uh, they always complain about just everyone in England complains about the FA and the structure there because they have a similar system where. Uh, isn't, isn't like Prince? Isn't is, is, is Prince William is like the head of the FA? No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's a really follow, weird system. Uh, I don't know how the how chef, it works yeah. there. I think in general, when you get politics involved in football, it it doesn't really benefit anybody. I don't see how how it can benefit anyone to have old men and just sit in these roles of power and appoint managers. When really, I think what we should be doing is getting guys who have been more involved in the game, not even necessarily ex players. But ideally, you know, you get guys who, who were involved, who were like champions, right? Who were involved in, who were involved in the national team for years, who can get into uh, positions positions of authority to appoint the right people. I'm not even talking about on a technical, you know, on a technical basis here. Okay, well, look, I want to talk. Uh, I want to talk about. A so yeah, basis, moving you know. forward, moving well, look, forward. Look, I have a list of players to- here. today. Sam, today. We are not anywhere nearer to being a more progressive or even just if you want to use a broad term, better federation or or national squad than we were the hours after that we beat Sweden, other than the fact that Ventura is not there. Got Sorry, Sweden. got beat God, by Sweden. Yeah, please don't. My desires are coming through my mouth. Not Jesus. Fast. But after we got humiliated by Sweden. Other than the fact that Ventura got fired a couple days after or whatever, we're we're should have resigned. The prick. We're, we're 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 nowhere closer, and it's 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 pissing me off because the election for the new president was two weeks ago, right? Something like that. Yeah, and a couple weeks ago, and that almost a month actually. I don't even that know. that didn't even result in anything. And apparently, from what I've read and from from what I've listened on other podcasts and and you know news sources and stuff, is that people knew going into the election that nothing was going to happen because because the way that it's that it's set up is obviously there needs to be like a majority vote for uh, for for a president to get elected, 
and for the the first run of the elections it was i think you needed like an 80 percent vote and Something nobody got that. Like that yeah and then the second run it's harder to, it's hard it's easier to elect a pope for god's yeah. sake and then the second run was something like someone needed to get 60 percent of the votes and the way that the voting system works a is lot that, of people didn't even vote each exactly they, they, they that's just, what i'm getting at fuck. each each club in italy is 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 you know eligible for one vote including, but that's not only the for the Serie. Yeah, yeah that includes yeah, yeah, yeah. fourth fifth division Serie C, Serie C, uno whatever all this stupidity that I don't even want to talk Echelenza. about, and and or anything, and but the concentration of, of of the votes is mostly in these lower leagues because the Serie A is is, is twenty teams. And what, when, and what shit do they give about the national team? Right, they vote out of self interest, and obviously they no, they, well, not no. I this, I who who votes out of self interest? Every the, individual. I think in general. No, I, 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 I no, I believe the that the, the that the Serie A club. No, way. I believe the Serie A clubs want what's best for the national team. But but I these low the small these, clubs do. No, the, I completely agree. The small yeah. clubs don't care. They just want to elect someone who who's who's making probably false promises for them and their clubs that they'll get yes. some more money. That yes. this and that. And what happened was. In this election, there was I don't from from my knowledge, there was no one that was making any promises or anything that was appealing to these smaller clubs. So these smaller clubs just decided to abstain. So it even got to a point where I think to elect a uh, a new president, they needed a forty percent vote, and nobody even got that. I don't even. That's just wild. Honestly, I don't even know. I don't even know. It's a joke. It's a joke. We don't have a coach. I'm talking about the, the bureaucratic infrastructure. That is that is wild. Um, we don't, Sam. We don't have a coach. Yeah, let's let's keep it. We don't, we don't have, have a president. A we don't have a captain. We don't know. We have friendlies coming up when? Uh, in a month. We have Luigi less, less Di Baggio. Who? Who the hell is this guy? He's. I know who he is. He's a, to be to be fair to him. Okay, he's I, a legend. No, of, he, legend. He's a, well, I know. I know. I know who he is player. as a player. I'm talking about who is he as a coach to be coaching the freaking Italian national team who has four World Cups. Who is, he's not a he's, guy. He's our Gareth Southgate. He's our Gareth no, Southgate. No, uh, no. He ran the U21. Yeah, okay, I Sam, agree with we you. We should have a I coach. Want, I want Carlo Ancelotti. To be honest with you, I think he's absolutely. Uh, I think he's the absolute best candidate out there. Uh, some people have said that he's too old school. I disagree. I don't think we're getting him anyway. I'd he love to get want him. I don't even think. Sam, I'd like who, to get him. Who, no one wants to come. Who wants to come? No one wants to come. It sounds like Mancini may want to come, and I think. Uh, no, but he Alessandro wants anything. Costa-Furca. He wants anything. He's in Russia. He's, he'll take anything he can yeah, get. Yeah, he's really curtailed off the last couple. Yeah, he said, "I'll take some... Inter. I'll take Milan. I'll take uh, the national some, team." The guy's some, freaking desperate. He'll come coach the Inter. Heard some crazy Empire. rumor that Cesare Prandelli would get the job. I know. I heard that too. Um, no, I'll be very mad if that happens. If yeah, I think we need someone new, and I don't know. I don't know if you want like a Pippo Inzaghi. No. I think that's too wild. No. Like a Giampiero Gasperini would scare me because although he's done great work, it, it reminds me a bit of like a Ventura thing where you have an older guy. I think he's the oldest manager in City. Yeah, he is, but they're who, different in the I sense know, that they're he's a more innovative. He's more. He's not about that. I wouldn't mind seeing Gasperini. I would. You know, you would have. You would have to be cautious, and he wouldn't be. Give, he would have to be given a short leash. Because uh, he, you know, he's not like a Conte who, who can go in and demand mass massive changes. No, I think of course you just, not. Either way, you want to get a coach in who has a good reputation and who's going to be basically given carte blanche to do whatever is necessary to just bring in the best players. And, and th- that's it. Just accept that this was a fuck-up, okay, of royal proportions, mostly on a technical level and not for any fault of the players, but because of the coach. And if we just kind of move forward and just allow the stupidities and the BS to get out of... You know, to get to get out from to get out of 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 just 
the context of what's going on. I, I think you you just need to focus on the players and focus on the pitch. I'm gonna read you a list of players who I think who have a who I think have a good chance of. But wait, before before that, like, something that's going forward. Yeah. Before, uh, like who? I mean, okay, I want I want two answers. I'll give two. You give two. Okay. So one is dream coach to oh coach the national team, and one is most realistic that you think. Like I know you're on the spot here, so whatever you uh, can reflect on your answer. If you dream were. coach. Yeah. Uh, Pep Guardiola? No, uh, no, but Joe, I, dream, I, I, honestly, but honestly, I, I don't. I think that a country like Italy, who has a large diaspora of Italian people around the world, and who has so many great Italian coaches, doesn't need to get a foreign manager. Uh, so no, I I, I'm, I'm joking. So well, let's keep it local, like Ancelotti, or That's even Allegri, or even Allegri. Obviously, That's a dream. I, I, maybe Allegri, Allegri. And then like from a like from a selfish standpoint, as a, as an Italian, obviously as a Juve fan, I don't know that I'd like that. Because I don't know who the hell we would get then, but let's let's go with Ancelotti actually. Because for you know I'm taking the entire context into into consideration. Realistically, I think Mancini. I think Mancini's gonna get it. To be honest with you, yeah. Who? So dream and realistic. For, yeah, for me, dream. I mean, Antonio Conte, obviously, for me personally. I wouldn't like I, it. I think he's too stubborn. No, I I don't because we, we we look I well he I do think he's too stubborn but I don't think he's too stubborn. Maybe he won't have the same old guard to rely on as before, so that would be good, right? Because I think he that, relied too that heavily Euro on the old That Euro twenty sixteen team that no right to be in the semis or in the quarters against uh, against Germany, and and even at that we missed because. Simone Zaza thought he was freaking doing uh, a one-two step towards the towards the ball, and then he, he shanked it. Let's not absolve uh, Graziano Pelle of any uh, responsibility. No, him, uh, he's irrelevant. I don't want to talk <laughs> about no, that whatever. guy so. in China. But anyways, that's my dream. I agree, he's stubborn, this and that. But just in, in terms of getting back to winning ways, like uh, that's my dream. I'd be but, scared because Conte was very firm in keeping shit guys like Eder and Giacchini. With all due respect to Giacchini, who had a fantastic tournament, I think... He likes guys who will play his system, and I don't know that that's what we necessarily need here. I think we need guys, because going for, going forward, I think we just need to utilize the the resources that we have, which is a crop of very good young players. Which again, I have a list here. I'll list off a few guys. Think about it: Pellegrini, Mandragora, Banella, Cristante, Benassi, Baselli, uh, Locatelli, Verati, Florenzi, Marchisio still in the fray, Jorginho, Gagliardini. That's just in the midfield. We still have Insigne. We have. Uh, Chiesa, Bernardeschi, Asharawi, Immobile, Belotti, Zazza, Balotelli, who I still think uh, deserves a call up. We have Pellegri, who's going to be coming through. Cutrone, Look, uh, Romagnoli. That's that's what you want going forward, right? When, when, when are the next gone? When are the next friendlies? I don't know, like in a month. So we could do this next next week when we when we tape. We'll do an exercise. We'll come a bit prepared beforehand. Absolutely. We'll do we'll do what, what we what we want as the next squad that gets called up. I like that. But That's just good. to finish, for for me, Conte would be. I I agree and I respect everything you're saying. The point is, I, I don't know that he would necessarily trust those guys. Oh, but, I know. I don't. I don't think he was gonna come. I don't even think he wants to. I'm just saying that's my dream. Okay. And then fair enough. Fair, maybe dream one A and then one B. Maurizio Sarri would be amazing. I would love oh, him that's coming. Scary. That'd be sick. I would love Before it. Before Napoli, he was the Empoli boss man. I don't you, care. You gotta. He's uh, the way the way that he that he employs his okay. tactics and his. Oh, he turned Mertens into a, like a, a decent good player into he's kill, into a he's guy gonna that's. Of, he's gonna kill kill the guys from secondhand smoke. Yeah, that maybe. And then realistically, 
uh, I, I don't like it, but I, I honestly think a guy like Donadoni would probably get a second chance realistically. He got his. I wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but you know, he 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 had his chance after the World Cup when Leapy left, and it was pretty disastrous. But um, it was pretty disastrous. But then again, he wasn't left exactly with the cream of the crop. Uh, a lot of Totti retired after that. Yeah, I mean, um, he, he was also very young. Nesta was done. He still got that. to the, he still got to the Euro, lost to Spain, yeah. and who knows what would have happened? Imagine yeah. if we had beat Spain right there and then gone in the semifinals. Who the hell knows? I'd like Donadoni. He's done good things with Bologna in uh, general. Uh, yeah, he's a good manager. Uh, but just, I, I think that's a good realistic one too. Yeah, I, as long as it's. I mean, as long as it's one of the guys... Honestly, I think there are so many names that have been thrown into the mix that have been thrown into the fray. I think if, as long as you get... I think most of them, as long as they acknowledge that they have to, that they have to use the talent that's available to them going forward, uh, I, I, I'm really not worried. I'm just pissed off because it's... it's, it's this was so avoidable. Um, this is not the last time that we'll be discussing this. I think we'll, we'll, we'll address it next week. We, we kind of went pretty... I wouldn't say overboard, you know. It's it was good discussion, but we uh, it's passion. yeah, but we we, we we spoke a lot about 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 um, the fixtures from the last weekend and and, and such. Um, maybe we'll cut down on that next week. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We're still feeling this out, but um, yeah. Look, guys, this is our first one. In any case, uh, we'll, we'll 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 talk about La Nacional again next week. But um, just Sam, just to wrap up. So, first yeah. of all, this was fun. Uh, I love this. Uh, I'm looking forward to be able to do this every mm-hmm. week. But we can. Yeah, but guys. Uh, for for, thing, man. for those of you that are going to listen to this, well, first of all, thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Grazie di cuore. Um, yeah. Uh, let us know what you think was good, what wasn't good. Uh, should it be longer? Should it be shorter? Do we spend too much time on something? Do we not spend enough time on something else? You can get you at, Nick, uh, at Nick Gentiletti on uh, Twitter. I'm yeah. not on the Twitter myself. We may uh, be getting a social media. We may be getting social media up and running if uh, this is well received. Which we're very optimistic about, to be honest with you. We'll we'll be on SoundCloud for now. We'll probably be getting on Apple, on Apple Podcasts in the next couple of weeks once we have a little bit more content. Um, we'll keep you guys posted on that. Uh, in any case, please keep listening. We appreciate the vote of confidence. And uh, on behalf of Nick and San Gennaro, we uh, we thank you very much for uh, for tuning in on this inaugural podcast. Thanks, guys. Ciao, ragazzi. Bye. O forse no, vabbè fa niente, scrivo una canzone, su quelle per sempre, per certe persone, sarà un salvagente, stanza 26, ti ho fatto in hotel, come col Cobain, fumo Malboro Red, le si sfile jeans, poi li sfila a me, lancio i soldi in aria, anche oggi sono re. Scappo dal locale, finito lo show, ho i soldi in tasca e non ti ho Tommy che mi sporta, scelgo una tipa, nessuno dice di no, me la portano in camera con una vodka, e non mi cambiano i soldi nella fama, no. Ho ancora la fame della prima volta, quando era i verani dieci sotto al palco no. Chiuso lo champagne solo per bagnare la folla, e pensavo che non sarebbe mai cambiato. Quando butta fuori ci rimbalzava l'entrata, quando quella tipa figa nemmeno ti guarda, quando attiri la tempesta.